You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And I'm going to be hanging out here with you for two more hours, and I'm going to have me a good old time. I'm being joined by my main man on the board, Jack Stern. And you, everybody all over North America. You could be tuning in on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate. You could be locked in on the free Odyssey app. You could be listening on Sirius XM Channel 158. Or you could be tuning in on a smart speaker. I'm glad that you're here. And maybe, just maybe, you just watched, you just listened to Thursday Night Football. The Carolina Panthers, they go over the Atlanta Falcons. The final score, 25-15. to 15. Carolina, they improved their record to 3-7. and seven. How about this? They've now won two games under the interim head coach, Steve Wilkes. And the Atlanta Falcons, they fall to 4-6. and six. And Marcus Mariota. We got plenty of time to talk about Marcus Mariota. This game took place in Charlotte, as I just told you. And based on some of his decisions, I think he needs to walk back home from Charlotte to Atlanta in the rain. I don't think there's a direct path. I know you can basically, I think, take 85 all the way down. I'm not advocating that uh, Marcus Mariota walk on the highway, but some of his decision-making in one pass in particular just made me just – Scratch my head. Let's see. How long is the walk? It would take Marcus Mariota three days and 14 hours to walk from Charlotte to Atlanta. He deserves it. By the time he gets back to town, maybe uh, Desmond Ritter will have taken the job. We'll discuss it. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I want you to hear some of the key plays. I want you to hear from some of the key players. We're going to do that momentarily. Uh, If you missed a minute of the show earlier on, all you have to do, hit rewind on the free Odyssey app. We talked about the Washington football team being sued by D.C.'s district attorney, basically for being a crap organization taking advantage of the fans sounds appropriate wouldn't it be nice if if just attorney generals of of states all over the country would just sue teams like sue the jacksonville jaguars for being garbage sue the new york knicks for being an absolute disappointment it'd be great we talked about the colts and jim ursay this there's another day that went by where He's defending the hire of Jeff Saturday. We talked about Phil Knight, co-founder of Nike, basically saying our relationship with Kyrie Irving is is done. 
We talked about the injury to LeBron James. He didn't pull or tear apart his groin. He has a strain, and he's going to be day-to-day. He's not going to play tomorrow against the Sacramento Kings, and we might not see LeBron for a week. Based on his schedule, he realistically might only miss two days. Josh Allen, he's also day-to-day. He did not practice. He's going to be almost a game-time decision against the Minnesota Vikings this upcoming Sunday. But this week of the NFL season, it's underway. And we could thank Carolina and Atlanta. Here's a summation of this game. It was in the rain. It was ugly. The Falcons, who have relied on their rushing attack all year and all season long, weren't able to do so because the Carolina Panthers basically looked at Marcus Mariota and said, we dare you to go out there and throw the football. We dare you. And if you saw some of the pass attempts by Marcus Mariota, you would understand why they wanted this man to throw the rock. How did things get started, though, on the scoring end? I want you to hear this. First of all, to really get a a decent score on the board, LaVisca Chenault. He's new to the Carolina Panthers, starting off with the Jacksonville Jaguars. He just got to the team a few weeks ago. He got a pitch from P.J. Walker to make it, ultimately, a a 10-0 score with about four and a half minutes left in the first this was a pitch, and LaVisca took it all the way for 41. Second down and eight. LaVisca Chenault motions behind the formation. He catches the screen. Chenault's got the 40, 35-30, accelerating down the sideline. See you later. Touchdown, LaVisca Chenault. It's courtesy of the Panthers radio network that made it 10 to nothing in the second quarter. These two teams were able to trade a couple of field goals, and then we go into halftime. The score at that point, 13-3. to Somehow, someway, I guess Marcus Mariota, he, he found a little bit of something by accident. He was able to throw a touchdown pass to, to Drake London. Sorry about this. Young Wei Koo, who is uh, pretty reliable. This man missed the extra point. And then we go into the fourth quarter. And then right before that, Deontay Foreman. I I guess the Falcons, they forgot that you actually want to tackle the guy with the ball. Deontay Foreman basically walked in for a 12-yard run. Take a listen to this. Walker in the gun. Chenault wide right. Trimbles the tight end. Foreman is the running back. Smith now motions right. The snap. Handoff Foreman running right side. Going downhill. 10 Touchdown! Deontay Foreman keep trucking. Yeah, he kept trucking. He trucked into the end zone. And then he decided to truck into the stands to celebrate with the fans. He literally climbed up into the stands, which was pretty high. It looked like it was about like 10 feet off the ground. And his teammates are yelling at him, man, get your ass down before they give you a flag. No flag was thrown. He was able to flex with the fans. And at that point, Carolina went up 19-9. They put another field goal on the board. Eddie Pinero did. 
It's now 22-9 to in the fourth quarter, and the game looks like it's just running away. But then somehow, someway, Marcus Mariota, he finds Kadaro Hodge for a 25-yard touchdown pass, and now we got a game. 22, uh-oh, no, 22-15, to because Young Wei Koo, he had another point-after attempt fail. This time, it looked like a finger got on it, and it sailed wide left. 22-15. to 15. Carolina led. And so, simple, right? The Atlanta Falcons can have the football. Marcus Mariota could lead them down the field on what might be a, a game-tying or maybe even a game-winning drive. But let's be real. This is Marcus Mariota. This is not Tom Brady. This is not Drew Brees. It's not Peyton Manning. It's not John Elway. This is not Dan Marino. This is an individual who tried to throw a football off the side of his ass tonight that was intercepted, but they said he was down, so it didn't count. This is someone who threw one of the worst passes I've ever seen in my life. And so, of course, there was no game-winning or game-tying drive. Marquise Haynes said, oh, it's fourth down? Oh, I'm just going to sack you, and then I'm going home. Listen to this. Steve Wilkes was very emphatic on the sideline, talking to the safeties, everybody in the community, making sure they're on the same page. Communication. Four-man rush, seven-man drop. Mariota is sacked. It's Haynes again. Back inside the 20. The Panthers take over. The D-line came to play. The pass rush seals it for Carolina. And that was basically all she wrote. Carolina got the ball back down, or they got the ball back on downs. Uh, Eddie Pinero kicked another field goal, 25-15. Carolina wins. Atlanta falls to 4-6. and six. Carolina improves to 3-7. and seven. And for the Atlanta Falcons, who have one of the best rushing attacks in the NFL, tonight, not so much. Not a score on the ground. Only able to rush for 138 yards. And Marcus Mariota, he threw for two touchdowns. He also threw a, a pass to J.C. Horn. And uh, not the greatest of games. This is why I say Marcus Mariota, he needs to walk back to Atlanta from Charlotte. He stunk. The defense was all over him. And even his decision-making, poor. He was sacked five times. And no, it's not all the fault of Marcus Mariota, but I think everybody pretty much knows this. Desmond Ritter is ultimately going to need a chance sooner than later. Sooner than later. Steve Wilkes, the interim head coach taking over for Matt Rule since he got the boot, He was very happy with what his defense did. He said, tonight, we did a damn good job. Take a listen to this. Defensively, I thought we did a great job um, in the first half, stopping the run. Uh, Things got a little away from us at uh, at times. Um, We got to tackle better. But I love the way we finished from a standpoint on defense. We had five sacks. Uh, It's an outstanding job. Yeah, outstanding job. Five sacks. Well, 
Marcus Mariota, he has a tendency to just run into the defenders. So, But you got to give him credit where credit is due. I told you Atlanta, their rushing attack, it didn't exist the way it traditionally does. It was Carolina tonight running the football everywhere they wanted, however they wanted to. Deontay Foreman, who at one point of his career last year was cut by the Falcons, he rushed for 130 yards. LaVisca Chenault, that touchdown early on in the first half of the game that I told you about, it it looked like a pass, but it was behind the line of scrimmage. It counted as a rush. Carolina rushed for 232 yards on the ground in two scores. The tackling by the Falcons tonight. Terrible. This is why their defense heading into the game is ranked 26th. There were times where you just said, can you hit somebody? There were a couple of plays where I saw Falcons try to tackle the opposition, but they ran into each other. It's like, do you know who you're trying to tackle? Is it, is it a Panther or is it one of your teammates? And so with all of those, those yards on the ground, Steve Wilkes, he was thrilled with the job done by his offensive line. We talked all week. In order to win this game, we're going to have to control the line of scrimmage. And offensively, I thought we did a tremendous job. We rushed for 232. Uh, Foreman had uh, 130 yards rushing off 31 carries. Uh, I think that's very impressive. Very impressive. And if you're the Carolina Panthers, you got to get the W's where you can, right? I don't know if there's going to be a W here. The Carolina Panthers' next game is going to be up in Baltimore. I mean, it would be a massive disappointment from the Ravens if they they let the Panthers beat them. Come on, there is a talent discrepancy there. That's not to say that the, the Panthers can't win a game. They certainly can. They did it tonight. But they shouldn't go out there and win against the, the Ravens. P.J. Walker running around in the rain. Only took 16 pass attempts, completed 10 of them, 108 yards. He did not score. He did not throw an interception. He was only sacked one time. And so they let the ball carriers do all of the work for Carolina tonight. And this is the same P.J. Walker who started against the Falcons because he just had success against them a few weeks ago. And so that meant Baker Mayfield watched on the bench. He was a great cheerleader, greeting the the team as they walked off of the field for victory. Sam Darnold, a cheerleader. And P.J. Walker, he was the one out there playing in the rain. And he spoke a few minutes ago, and he was proud of the effort from his guys. We knew it was going to be a dogfight out here. And, uh, you know, I think this team got a lot of resiliency in them. Um, You know, we just was looking forward to the battle. Primetime game. Defense came out there and played their ass off. Uh, and I think overall as a team, we went out there and played all, all three phases, offense, defense, and special teams. Yeah, they did, and they won. Good for their fans. It was wet. It was cold. It was, a, it was a tough game to be a fan to sit out there and watch. And it's not like the Carolina Panther fans have had a whole lot to cheer about throughout the course of the season. And so good on them for putting on a good performance at Bank of America Field tonight in Charlotte. Ain't nothing too much going on 
this season where you can be thrilled with the results. The Falcons, welcome to reality. Marcus Mariota, he's basically been put out there because he's the veteran. He's the safer option. You know what you're going to get. The the Falcons have been okay. Why throw Desmond Ritter out there and you don't know what you're going to get? Are you now really going to suffer and feel the pain? Well, I think it's time sooner than later for Desmond Ritter to hit the field. Ironically, the Carolina Panthers are dealing with a situation where Baker Mayfield is a first-round pick 2018 and he's carrying water Sam Darnold was selected two slots behind him and he's carrying jock straps and PJ Walker he was just playing in the XFL and he's the one starting you either got a great quarterback who can help you win games or you're just cycling through guys until you figure out and find out who can take you there These are two teams competing in the NFC South, going nowhere until they have a quarterback. With tonight's loss, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers now sit in sole possession of first place in the NFC South. They're going to be playing in Germany on Sunday, and they have an opportunity to even widen that lead. And so if you're the Falcons, what are you playing for? How much longer are you going to run out, Marcus? I will throw the ball off my ass, Mariota. Falcons play the Chicago Bears next. Chicago Bears will be coming home. This will be a homecoming for Justin Fields. Will we also see Desmond Ritter? Will he get his chance and his opportunity to contribute to this team? I haven't seen this guy play football really since he was a Bearcat. It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to take a break. When we come back, I'm going to get to your calls. But I also want you to hear from Falcons head coach Arthur Smith. He was asked about the quarterback situation in Atlanta, and we're going to hear from him on the other side. We're going to hear from you as well. Thursday night football, it's a wrap. The Carolina Panthers, they win 25-15. to What's next for Atlanta? What's next for Carolina? And what the hell are they doing with their quarterback situation? It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. The Carolina Panthers, they beat the Atlanta Falcons tonight, Thursday night football. The final score, 25-15. to 15. Carolina tears up, carves up the Falcons on the ground. 232 yards rushing in the rain. Meanwhile, the Atlanta Falcons, man, they can't muster anything. They wanted Marcus Mariota to throw the rock. He was sacked five times. They could only muster 138 yards on the ground. Carolina was in, this, was in control of this game all the way through. And with some of the decision-making by Marcus Mariota, some of the missed passes, just it, he's, he's not good. He's not. He's the starting quarterback right now for the Atlanta Falcons because their current head coach, Arthur Smith, was the offensive coordinator when he was with Tennessee and the Titans. So there's some familiarity there. But we all know Marcus Mariota was always on borrowed time. 
Matt Ryan was shown the door because the Falcons wanted to go ahead and get Deshaun Watson. When that didn't happen, it's like, oh, well, Matt Ryan wants to leave, and now we got to bring somebody in. So they bring in Marcus Mariota. They draft Desmond Ritter. And up until now, because the Falcons were just okay, they were staying alive, they kept trotting Marcus Mariota out there. He could run the ball, but then some of his passes would just not end up with the receiver. Let me put it that way. And so now it's time for him to have a seat. Head coach Arthur Smith, he talked after the game. He was asked about the Falcons and their quarterback situation. And you you listen to this and you tell me whether or not it sounds like he's made a decision for the future. Guys, you can make it about the quarterback. How about about the team? So we, we had an opportunity at the end of the, in the fourth quarter of the last two weeks and uh, a lot of different ways and a lot of different phases, Mike. We're, we got to get better. And uh, I'm thankful that we got an opportunity to come back and do that with seven games left. Uh-oh, come on, man. What is he, Neo in the Matrix? It's like he's dodging the bullets, man. You asked a legitimate question. I can look at all the issues and everything that's wrong with the Falcons. I can start with some of the injuries. I can look at the tackling. I can look at the defense. And he wanted to bring up last week, this past Sunday against the Chargers. Man, I can go ahead and look at fumbles. Well, who cares? If I'm talking about tonight, Marcus Mariota. Is he trying to choke? And some of the mistakes, I will never, a matter of fact, I, I, I put this on my Instagram stories. I, I put this on Twitter. You can check it out, at JR Sport Brief. Look at the pass that Marcus Mariota tried to throw while he was on his behind. And it was like a second away from this pass counting because they called him down. Like, what are you doing? You might as well close your eyes and throw the ball and hope for the best. I'm telling you this. The Falcons' next game, I'm going to repeat it, is against the Bears. Justin Fields is from right here in Atlanta. Justin Fields is going to come home, and he's going to try to run wild at Mercedes-Benz. He's going to try to run wild. He's going to try to have the game of his life. And by the way, yeah, the Falcons are one of the best rushing teams in the NFL. They are. The Chicago Bears, because of Justin Fields, they are the best rushing team in the league because they pretty much have no choice. The Falcons don't have a choice right now. Kyle Pitts is basically a lethal weapon at tight end, and he has nobody to get him the ball. Two receptions tonight for 28 yards, and sure, it was in the rain. This wasn't going to be a pass-happy game. But Marcus Mariota ain't no pass-anything type of QB. He could probably barely pass the test to be a quarterback. And so his time is basically up, folks. The next moment that Marcus Mariota hits a terrible stretch... And especially with the season now going the way it is for the Falcons, coming down to reality. I don't see Desmond Ritter, the third round pick out of Cincinnati. I don't see him 
starting a game immediately for the Falcons. I see Marcus Mariota faltering, and I see Ritter being inserted maybe at a halftime of a game. But if Mariota continues to play like this, oh, it's coming. They did a segment during the game on Amazon about how Marcus Mariota at one point lost his passion for the game. Moving on from from Tennessee with the Titans and, and, and going out to Las Vegas, and now here he is with the Falcons. He said he had to refine his passion for the game. How's Marcus Mariota going to feel when Ritter takes his job? How's he going to feel? Where's his passion going to be when he's watching from the sidelines? 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Matthew is calling from Los Angeles. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Go ahead, Matthew. What's going on? I'm good. Go ahead. I want to talk real quick about this Marcus Mariota thing. I'm a lifelong Falcons fan. I come back to Atlanta for games year after year. And I think the biggest thing with me is you've got this quarterback whose wholesale job is take care of the football, keep things within himself. And you're in the eighth year in the league, and you're putting on this clinic where you're just making yourself look like a clown. And I think that's probably the most frustrating part is you get to a point in the season, and I think you just said something about wait until halftime. We've got like a mini buy ahead of us. We've got 10 days to get Ritter ready for a defense that's good, not great. You're at home. You can run the same offense. And if any of the mistakes that Mariota made tonight was something that Ritter did, I wouldn't have a problem with it because the kid's 23 years old. I I just don't really understand why you would wait at this point considering – even if you did have a shot at this division, you would get absolutely blown out in the first round of the playoffs, and that's not something really worth striving for, especially when you've got some well, graphics. I have an answer for you. It's very simple. It's for the it's for the respect of the guys that are are in the locker room, because everyone knows as as much as Ritter is, and and we don't know because we don't see him play in practice. So for me to even say he's deserving of a chance or an opportunity, it's more so about Marcus Mariota blowing it and giving it away everybody knows you know I know the players certainly know for right now Marcus Mariota is a safer option the team is not going anywhere but they have been able to stay and straddle right at that four and six mark right at that four and six line they were also a team that despite the division being bad is still right there at the top of the NFC South that's not the case now or anymore. And now that we have now crossed that line, I think it's realistic. It's legitimate. If you have to go through the course of the season where you can still keep your entire team engaged, you put Mariota out there, and then when he falters, it makes all the sense in the world to say, we gave you every chance that we could. Now it's Ritter's time. I think it's a yeah, bad move. I think oh. that game was tonight, though. That's no, 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 issue. no, not. That game was tonight. No, it's not. Uh, how it's, much worse can it get? I mean, it's that's not. Biggest issue. I saw Alameda Zacchaeus just give up on that last ball in, in the middle of the field on that last drive. I mean, S- certainly. I think, I think but there's up. a big there's a big difference when you're running an entire organization. I understand your perspective from a fan space. 
It's not like Ritter is highly heralded. It's not like Ritter is the second-round pick. It's not like Ritter is a first-round pick. He's a third-round pick. And let's put it this way. If he was that much better, that much better than Marcus Mariota, I'm sure he would have wrestled a job from him a long-ass time ago. I think we have to keep that in consideration as well. And so, yeah, you can always hit the nuclear button and say, well, Desmond Ritter needs to start the next game. How about you probably don't even want to put that pressure on him? How about you want him to just go into the flow of a game? There's so many other things that you want to put into perspective. Does Desmond Ritter deserve a chance or a shot? I have no idea. I think the Falcons need to see what they have in him. And I don't think the best way of introducing him to that is to say, hey, you're going to start the next game at home. Let Marcus Mariota do it. Let him stink. Let Ritter go in in a less pressure-filled situation where he might have a higher chance to succeed. The Falcons ultimately should try to see what they have. But I don't think you just hand him over the keys and say, here, do drive. I don't think that's the safest bet. Steve is calling from New Hampshire. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, hello. Yep, you're live. Yeah, well, all I got to say about this game tonight, which I don't even bother watching, is uh, pathetic. It was so pathetic that you called up to tell us that. Right, Steve. Thank you for calling from New Hampshire. It's like, I didn't, I didn't watch the game, but the two teams were pathetic. The game at the end, although they were two crap teams, it was, it was interesting there at the end. I think, Steve, you need another hobby, man. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Is it time for Marcus Mariota to be shown the bench? And in the Carolina Panthers, how about this? Showing a little bit of life. Even P.J. Walker, you'll hear from him on the other side. He's optimistic about what they're doing. We'll talk about it. We'll get some more of your calls. Still trying to understand uh, how much longer Falcon fans have to look at Marcus Mariota throw a football. He's going to get the next start. I'd be shocked if he did it. Meanwhile, ironically, the Carolina Panthers, they're starting P.J. Walker. And they have Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold on the bench. Now, I can understand not playing Sam Darnold. I can also understand not playing Baker Mayfield. P.J. Walker getting a chance. He got the start now. He was just benched the other day, by the way. And Baker Mayfield, even though they lost to the Cincinnati Bengals, he helped lead them on three touchdown drives. And the reason why P.J. Walker got the start today or tonight is because the last time they played the Falcons, they they had a good game, or he had a good game. Carolina should have won that game as well if these guys kept their damn helmets on at the end of the game. But I digress. They walk away with the victory tonight. Carolina does 25-15. to I told you it was all about the run game, 232 yards on the ground for Carolina. P.J. Walker completing 10 of 16 passes in the rain for 108 yards, only sacked one time. That's a victory, right? You take a dub where you can get it. 
And so he spoke after the game. And P.J. Walker, he was looking on the bright side of things. Listen to this. We knew it was going to be a dogfight out here. And, uh, you know, I think this team got a lot of resiliency in them. Um, you know, we just was looking forward to the battle. Uh, primetime game. Defense came out there and played their ass off. Uh, and I think overall as a team, we went out there and played all, all three phases, offense, defense, and special teams. Well, let's be real. It, can they get any worse? Can the Carolina Panthers be any worse than how they started off the year with Matt Rule? Can they get any worse? Steve Wilkes always gets the short end of the stick. This poor guy had to coach the Arizona Cardinals, and it was just like, oh, what is this garbage? At least he has some decent players now, especially in the defensive side of the ball. But we know the Carolina Panthers, what they're playing for. The draft. If I'm a Carolina Panthers fan, I'm saying, man, stop winning games. We got three wins already. Let's slow this down. And Atlanta, what are they going to be in? In quarterback purgatory? They got a record of four and six. They can still go out here and win games. They're just, they're okay. But Marcus Mariota, he's on borrowed time. 855-212-4CBS. Ken is calling from Atlanta. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Ken? All right. The Falcons have won two two games more than what the, the media have given them. So I'm good with that. From Atlanta, I hope the coach keep Mariota in the game. For the simple fact, we're looking at the game. The coach is looking at film, just like the rest of the NFL. Looking at film. What Kyle Pitts need to do, he need to do what... Um, Julio Jones did going into his second year. He had to go hire Terrell Owens to show him how to get physical. Kyle Pitts won like a brand-new Cadillac going down the, off the showroom floor, coach down the field. He's not hungry. When Mariota run out the pocket, guys just stand there. Look at They just stand there. They don't move. They don't do nothing. And then not only that, you got guys giving up on the route. So it's not all Mariota. That guy was harassed the whole night. Yeah, he made some bonehead plays here and there, but without Mariota, the running game wouldn't be where where is that. You put Ritter in the game, guess where Ritter's going to get you? The same thing, if not worse. So right now, the Falcons have been in every game so far. The only game they had a blowout in was Cincinnati. If we had a little bit of defense, we should be the topic of discussion in Atlanta, not Mariota. If we had a little bit of defense, our record would be a lot better, and we wouldn't be talking about Mariota. I'm out. Okay, well, I like how Ken Ken feels like he made a major statement there. Ain't nobody blaming Marcus Mariota for all of the Falcons' troubles. And it has nothing to do with looking at film. You can sit down and watch the game. Marcus Mariota, his decision-making. Look, the quarterback is the most important person on the field. It takes all three phases to win a football game. Yes, we know. But when the the, the main decision-maker who's on the field can't complete a pass, is throwing off target to, to just awful decisions. So what are we talking about? Do I think you just hand the ball over to Ritter and say, hey, it's your turn, you start? No. But please, find me a place and a time where Marcus Mariota, in his NFL career, the guy's almost 30 years old, 
Find me the time and the place where you looked at Marcus Mariota and said, I want him to be my quarterback. I don't care if he was throwing a Kyle Pitts or me. Never. 855-212-4CBS. Tony's here for Maryland. Hey, JR, how you doing? I'm good. Go ahead, please. I'm going to make a quick, JR. Uh, the Falcons ain't been insane since they lost the Super Bowl. Murray Mariota, he's, he's been on three teams. That's enough said right there. He's just an average quarterback. I, they're, they're a good team. They're not a great team. They, they need some help. They really do need some help, sir. Yeah, and this, this is the tricky part. And thank you, Tony, for calling from Maryland. It doesn't matter what the expectations were for the Falcons this season. The expectation were for them to just be, eh, to either be very bad or be, eh. And at this point, they're trending to be, eh. Are they bad enough to get one of the top picks in the draft? Or have they outplayed themselves out of that space? No Levis, no Young, no Stroud. Where are they going to get their next QB? Or is it going to be years? Falcons have been looking for the next quarterback even when Matt Ryan was still playing. It only took a couple seasons of him after winning the MVP where people are like, okay, what's next? Because it ain't Matt Ryan. You knew heading into the season it wasn't going to be Marcus Mariota. It's almost a joke that he is the starting QB. He ain't nothing but a placeholder. Falcons aren't doing anything until they have the next QB. And that's most teams. Lee is calling from Brooklyn. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey. Thank you very much, JR. How you doing tonight? I'm good. Go ahead. Yeah, man. Um, a lot going on here. Lot to unpack with this uh, Marcus Mariota, but you know what? He's a good quarterback, and um, he's not the best in the league. He's, you know, he ranks, I guess, lower. I think he might be a good backup quarterback. You know, as far as that goes. So but, is um, that a is that a good? So is it appropriate to call him a good quarterback? Yeah, Gerald. It's it's really not my take. He's in the NFL, so I gotta basically give that. An what? accomplishment in itself. No, oh, well, what are we? No, 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 Lee. What are you? What do you hand out participa- <laughs> participation trophies? Stop it. I don't well, got to I mean... play. I don't got to play in the NFL to call somebody good, bad, or or trash. Well, come on. What are we doing here? Yeah, but I I know I know he's not he's not he's not, he's he's, he's he, he basically is, he's not what they expected. So now it's time, like you said, you know the the cycle's begun for the shuffling of quarterbacks uh, to come along. But we'll see what happens. You know, a lot of teams go through that. You know, Jets, Detroit, Chicago Bears. About two-thirds of the NFL goes through that every year. Right. Every year, just shuffling quarterbacks. I mean, basically, sometimes it's not just the quarterback. You've got teams where, you know, they might not have all the pieces together. Maybe, you know, it could be a lot of things. I'm not even going to unpack that. But um, we got we got a situation here, you know, going on where basically uh, forgiveness isn't being given on the basis of uh, Kyrie and and basically where a lot of people need to be saying sorry about a lot of things that goes on. We sin and make mistakes every day, and uh, here we are basically trying to, 
I guess some way, like like they're saying, you know, if you can look down on somebody else, you can feel like, you know, you're standing up. But um, everybody makes mistakes. Everybody does things that's wrong. And um, we don't need to make somebody out to be some kind of God. Or they're not, they're not, they're not acceptable to uh, making mistakes and having failures. So we, we got to change the narrative on that part. Yeah. Well, the every well, well correctly, but everybody doesn't have millions of people who follow them at the same token at the same time. Not everybody is so stubborn in the fact when they are wrong. It's about taking responsibility for what you do, not what other people start to do. What did you do? Well, sir, well, making him do this, making him do that, making him do this, making him do that. Well, what did he do? Every single day, this man had a chance to, to, to correct himself, but he wanted to fight. Well, you wanted to fight. Now you got one. Let's see how it plays out. Kyrie Irving, the story that doesn't end. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to take a break. When we come back, I'm going to get to more of your calls. The NFC South. The Falcons are not at the top anymore. It belongs to Brady and the Bucks. More of your calls. We got a lot to do here on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 